The Fred Minnick Show is brought to you by Beeline. Visit findyoursippingpoint.com and by Michter's American Whiskies. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fred Minnick Show. I'm your host, Fred. First of all, I've got some cool news to bring up. I am throwing a party, a party, 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 party on December 5th. It's a virtual party in a virtual world called Deggy World. Think about having your own avatar. It's like The Sims for like a whiskey party. Go to repealdayexpo.com. That's repealdayexpo.com. Every ticket holder gets a bottle of whiskey. And um, yeah, it's going to be a great time. You're going to get to go to some seminars. You're going to go check out some uh, all kinds of cool uh, video game like um, events. And there's going to be some sessions. There's going to be live music. In fact, one of uh, one of the previous guests, um, one of the previous guests on the show, Lindsay L. Lindsay L. is a um, is going to be performing at Repeal Day Expo. So go to repealdayexpo.com. That's repealdayexpo.com, and get a ticket and come join me in Deggy World. So this week's guest is not a musician. Uh, she is an athlete in in motorsports. She drives monster trucks. And in fact, my son and I, my six-year-old, Oscar Leo, we love watching monster trucks. Monster trucks to me is like this, it's still the it, it still connects me to my childhood of being in the lazy E arena in Guthrie, Oklahoma, and smelling in all that that carbon monoxide <laughs> while I'm trying to eat some nachos. It just it, it watching monster truck drivers just takes me back to when I was a kid, and things were much simpler. So, uh, Cynthia Gutier is a Canadian monster truck driver. She is known for driving like this uh, dog, the, the vehicle that looks like a dog, and and she talks about what it's like to be a monster truck driver and about some of the other sports that she's in. And she, you, you know, you talk to her, you follow her on Instagram, and really, she's just an athlete. You know, she's just an athlete and is always engaged. And she talks about how, and we've heard musicians talk about this, but how much COVID has affected her and like how um, how it's really kind of beaten her up to not be able to, you know, be out on the track. But so I hope you enjoy this this episode. It's uh, I, I like I like interesting people, and Cynthia is one interesting monster truck driver. So please enjoy. But first, a word from our sponsors. Imagine this, an experience centered around five Kentucky Bourbon Trail craft tour distilleries in northern Kentucky, the gateway to Kentucky bourbon. Add five amazing bourbon-centric bars and five delicious bourbon-focused restaurants, cultivating the freshest takes and culinary delights, and you are on the beeline. Start your trip today at findyoursippingpoint.com. Michter's Distillery, our passion is making the finest bourbon, rye, and American whiskey possible. When you only produce very small batch and single barrel whiskey as we do, each and every barrel has to be perfect. No detail is too small for our production team. From careful attention to the 18-month or more air-dried wood used in the construction of our barrels, to entering our distillate into the barrel at the costlier or lower barrel entry proof of 103 so that it's smoother, 
to heat cycling our barrel houses to our signature filtration protocol, we spare no expense in pursuing our goal of making the greatest American whiskey. And no Michters gets bottled until our master distiller, Dan McKee, and our master of maturation, Andrea Wilson, say it's just right. Michters Fort Nelson Distillery in downtown Louisville, Kentucky, is open for tours and tastings. Book your visit on our website and stop by the bar at Fort Nelson for a world-class cocktail. For more information, follow us on social media at Michters Whiskey, go to michters.com, or visit your favorite bartender. Michters Distillery. It's all about the whiskey. How are you today, Cynthia? I'm super good. It's getting cold in Canada, but I love the weather. There's a lot of cool color outside. Now, do you do you ice fish? Uh, I did. I actually did in Ontario. They had a really good place to do it, uh, but I did not eat the fish. <laughs> so I was wondering, like, if you if you ice fish and you catch one, are you like obligated to like eat it like right then and there, or so like just eat it raw? I actually put it back. <laughs> I was more excited about the fire and the marshmallow and all that stuff. <laughs> and I know, I know you like shooting guns and you like fishing, and so you're, you're like a like a like an outdoors person. But you know, really, what you're known for, you are uh, one of the best monster truck drivers of all time. Yeah, I've been uh, driving for Monster Jam for six years now. It's just been a big passion. It's been, I mean, it's my full-time job, but it's not really a job for me. It's, it's really uh, just having fun every time I do it. Now, when you're when you're driving on the road, do you ever get like frustrated that you can't run over cars? <laughs> yeah, especially in the traffic. I wish I could drive over them. Um, but actually, it's funny because I'm a really slow driver, like on the road. Like I'm super. I feel like without the helmet, I don't feel like going fast or doing some crazy stuff. But when the helmet goes on, <laughs> I'm, I'm out of control. It, the, the helmet is like your ascot. Like you, you turn into a different person when you when you put the helmet on. It is, and especially after a backflip, it's even worse. Like if I land a backflip or something cool, I did like a crash, came back on the four wheel. It felt like something in the head just touch, and I just get out of control. <laughs> now, when you watch Monster Monster Jam, it, it looks so dangerous. Like, how do you, like, what's it like inside inside the, I guess, like uh, the the driver's seat? Because I mean, I don't know how you survive some of those crashes, but it it's like you come out and you're like jumping around, like, woo! I just crashed. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a UFC fight because it's just. It's nonstop action, and you have to be super concentrated on what you're doing. And you have, mm -hmm. I mean, you cannot really be so much nervous because your reaction have to be really quick. I mean, when you crash, you have to gas at the right time. You get a turn at the right time. So it's a lot of concentration, and everything goes really fast. Um, but it, it's the only sport that we're actually crashing in purpose. Mm. Uh, every sport, I mean, they want to finish first, but... We want the wow moment, so we actually sometimes go out of control to get that that special moment where you get on one wheel and come back on four. So it's a it's a really, I mean, it's a special sport, definitely. Absolutely, and I think um, I think you when you reference it to as, as a sport, I think that's absolutely right because you're 
you're extremely fit. You're like, you know, you used to be like one of the, uh, you know, big time CrossFitters. And, and now you're like in that, um, it's kind of a combat type of sport, right? Where you, well, well, tell us about that. I mean, a lot of people think you're just pressing on the gas and you don't really have to be fit, um, but it definitely helps. I mean, we travel a lot. Um, sometimes you have four or five show a weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, you have to react really quick. And when you have that energy, you're just able to be more concentrated. And I mean, all those muscles help for all the impact. I mean, we do get a lot of impact. Um, there's a lot of uh, big crash. And I mean, even if we have the best safety, we have like a seven point harness, we have all the safety, the best safety out there. There's still impact and the muscle really help for, you know, not having any injury. And, and of course, you're also in the uh, NBC Titan games where, you know, you're like, uh, I mean, that's kind of like, that's kind of like if the world was ending, like how you would have to survive. Am I right? It is. I mean, I thought I was prepared when I went there, but I was not prepared. I mean, it is, you have to react really quick, just like in the monster truck. I mean, they, they start you on a point on the ground and they tell you really quick what you have to do. You don't, you're not allowed to practice before and mm -hmm. you just have to go for it and just be quick, uh, be strong, be fast. And uh, I mean, there's some of the best athletes out there. And, uh, but it was a really, really good experience. It was awesome to get to meet Rock. I got to hug him twice. <laughs> it was kind of cool. I mean, was yeah, cool. you're like you're like BFFs now with the Rock, <laughs> you know. I, I wish. <laughs> I mean, he's. Um, I mean, he's like. Uh, I, he's like one of my heroes. Like so. Yeah. I mean, he, he's so humble. Like he was so like he was more impressed to get to meet all the athletes than you know, being him, like we were mm -hmm. super impressed to get to meet him, but he was super impressed to meet us. So it was kind of funny. He was super on ball, really easy to, to approach and talk to him. And now we are, we are streaming this live in, uh, in my YouTube community. It's going to be where it's being produced for a podcast later on. But so there are people who are watching this and there's a couple interesting comments that have come in. Uh, Alan, Alan C. Alan C. says Cynthia must have a team of chiropractors. So, so do you, do you have like do you have like massage therapists, chiropractors, acupuncturists that you always go to to keep your body in check? I mean, we do. Um, actually, when I uh, I used to do the arena tour, in the arena tour you raise the Monster Jam ATV, the Speedster, and the Monster Truck, so it was way more action and. Uh, that, that was definitely, uh, it, you really need massage, <laughs> especially between show. I mean, they used to have a, a therapist that would come, like, kind of loose you up before mm -hmm. another show. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, you have to take care of your body. It's, I mean, this is my machine. Like, I need to have the, the best machine. I need to, you know, eat well. It's kind of like the fuel I put in my body. So I definitely. Uh, and, and if. And of course, we're gonna we're gonna drink whiskey this morning, which whiskey whiskey can be good for you. And you're you're in Canada, and I thought it would be such a cool opportunity to to introduce uh, you know people to Canadian whiskey uh, because Canadian Canadian whiskey is an entirely different category that I think is really really misunderstood. 
and people in in my world in the whiskey community world they tend to you know they tend to there's a lot of misinformation about canadian whiskey and the fact is it is really great and the best of it is in canada doesn't get sent down here to us uh but they make whiskey completely different than we do here in the united states so one of the things that separates them is that they distill the grains uh like individually and then they they blend them later whereas here in the states they we we distill the grains you know together and so and they have um they have a lot of blending techniques that are not practiced here in the states and they have a they have a a, a law that allows them to um add up to 9.09 percent of of like uh different spirits or sherry and that was really put on the books to to help you know the taxation system here in the united states but but really that has allowed them to stand out in a different way and kind of create like their own like flavor profiles that have appealed to people for uh, a better part of a century. Canadian whiskey is is uh, is really, really popular. Now, do you drink a lot of Canadian whiskey or what do you normally drink? Um, I actually, I like to try everything. Um, I did my uh, bartender class when I was younger, just for fun. Um, but I do like to taste a lot of aqua. I, I love gin. Uh, in Canada, we have a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I'm not that much familiar with whiskey. I usually take whiskey when I'm sick. <laughs> it's like an old grandma tricks. Uh, it's kind of like her syrup to get better. Uh, but I was curious because I really like the bottle. I really like the look, and they all look so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm curious. Well, well, I'm I'm excited for you to to taste these. Now, uh, we are um, we are we're we're tasting here at ten o'clock in the morning. You know, ten thirty in the morning. There's so it's five o'clock somewhere, something like that. Now let's show let's show everybody what the distillers had sent you. So the dist- these came straight from the distillers. So this is a Shelter Point, a uh, a craft distiller in in um, in Canada. Uh, it's another Shelter Point. Oh, no, this is Stock and Barrel. This is coming from Still Waters. Now I met these I met these distillers like five years ago in toronto for what was then uh whiskey live toronto it's no longer happening um so it's it's kind of um it's kind of sad but canada has some of the worst laws when it comes to making whiskey so that yeah it's, it's horrible so this is like this is lot 40 now this is probably this is probably my favorite one uh that i buy regularly uh, unfortunately, I don't ha- I don't have any in the office, and they didn't send me that bottle, so you're gonna have that all by yourself. But that was yeah. that's one you can find regularly, in um, in it throughout the states. Smell, it doesn't smell like super strong. Like I I thought like every whiskey were super strong. <laughs> well, give it a taste. And ordinarily, I would take you through a little process of like how to taste, but you know you're a monster truck driver. You know, I'm thinking like you just you you do however it is you normally you, however you normally drink it, and oh, this is funny. It's like it is you you have kind of like a, a strong taste, but not like a strong alcohol taste. Like mm. 
like it's funny but it's now like, that to the trope. This <laughs> like... th this one lot forty is uh is a whiskey that I always get a lot of spice out of. Yeah. So like if you feel like it's like a pepper spice, you know. Yeah. I actually feel like this one is nice to just sip on it. Now when you're on when you're on the road and on your off time, are you having a cocktail? Are you having one of those gin cocktails or? Do you do you t do you stay relatively you know clean out there? Yeah, I am. Uh, well, it's hard to like be in the fitness and drink a lot, um, but um, I mean, I do drink when I'm home. But when I'm on the road, I try to not drink too much and just try to have the best energy I can. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, but I like to try. So if there's something that I don't have at home that there's a new drink or a new alcohol that I don't have at home. I definitely like to try it. And, uh, I mean, I I've... have a lot of friends from Tennessee and oh, um, yeah. they're always there to make me try new stuff. Now I just realized something you, you said in your profession, it's hard to drink a lot in my profession. It's hard to drive a lot. So, <laughs> so as, as a, <laughs> as a professional drinker, uh, it, it, I don't drive a lot. I kid. Um, uh, but the, you know, this, so this is the shelter point. This is one, I don't think we should go with this one yet because this one is a smoky one. Okay. And, and when you have the smoke, you can, you can really burn your palate. So let's go to the 40 Creek, 40, 40 Creek barrel select. Uh, this. Yep. This one? Yeah. 40 Creek barrel select here. I'll sip, I'll sip this one with you. Is there a big difference between the one that it's a twist cap and the one that have a the cork? Yeah. yeah so that's a those are those closures. That's basically a strategy with however you know they want to present their packaging. Um, and it is um, well, you just get right in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely less spice than the other one. But it's so, still not like. So this one, this one is always like kind of creamy to me. Yeah. So like. You don't have the like the taste doesn't stay as long as the other one. Um, but it's it's pretty it's pretty like mellow. It's not. It's good. This this is eighty proof. It's it's like easy easy sipping. Um, you know, it's kind of kind of creamy, but. It is. It is going to feel, uh, you know, quite a bit, uh, you know, lighter. That's their. That's their other version. Now, the one I'm, the one I'm most excited to taste on the table. Is the stock and barrel one. This is this is a rye. I, I tasted this and it just it's it's so good. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask now, this... my assistant to get me a something to open. Is <laughs> that? Can you get me a opener? Is it on there pretty good? Yeah, I need a, a knife, I think. <laughs> hey, Jesus. Now, what are the what are the things you do in um in your spare time too? You also like paddleboard and you're on boats a lot and Oh, I got it. Is that like uh, your is that like what you do for fun? Uh yeah, so I love doing sport and so I've been the uh, I mean, I've been doing CrossFit for a long time, but now I've been doing more uh, boxing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, boxing has been fun because it's a lot of um, 
body weight. It's a lot of endurance. I mean, I had a lot of surgery, surgery, shoulder surgery, knee surgery from dirt bike before muscle track. And I have to be careful with the sport I practice. Yeah. Whew, I like the little pup. So. Little stock and barrel. This is coming from the distillery in uh, Toronto. There's like a sugar taste to it. This is this is the it's a hundred percent rye. It's eighty percent uh, regular rye and then twenty percent malt, I believe. Let's double check. Yeah, that's what my brain is telling me. If I'm wrong on that, I'll. Ooh, that one is is. Is that pack? It's the strongest so far. <laughs> is it is it packing some heat for you? Oh, I will have to be careful drinking that. Definitely. All right, so this is eighty. This is uh, ninety-two proof. Whoa! This will uh, take paint off your wall. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is from Toronto. It's been out. This distillery's been out for about ten years. Um, and this is all all of this rye grain that they're using in this is coming from Ontario. So you're looking at a one hundred percent Canadian product distilled wow. there. And That's awesome. I mean it. It's good. It's just it's strong. Like <laughs> for 10 a.m., it's uh, it's probably a little bit uh, better to drink that at night. <laughs> oh wow! This is yeah. This is a to me. This is a brilliant representation of what a 100% rye can taste like. Wow. I, I really, really, really like this one. If I were if I were being a critic on the on this round of whiskey. Uh, I would I would probably be picking you know the stock and barrel uh, as my favorite. Oh really? Yeah, I really like it. I really like the spiciness of that one. So you cool. like lot? You really like lot forty? No, I did not wait for you. I'm already. You're you're just jumping into it. So they didn't send me that bottle. So uh -huh. they're so they're uh, you know when I when I was tell, talking to these distillers about that I I had booked you as a guest. They were, they were like so impressed. Because you know, you're like a you're like a Canadian darling. They love you. Yeah, you know? I mean, we don't have a lot of women in the. I mean, motorsport. Every year we get more women, so I think it's awesome, and I think we need to support each other. And I love racing against a girl, and we're usually really hard to beat uh, when we race against each other. But um, yeah, I mean, I think we have like. 12 women uh, driving monster, monster Jam trucks, so uh, I think it's pretty cool for me. I'm representing my, my country. There's not a lot of uh, racer in Canada, so uh, mm -hmm. for me, it's awesome to get to travel all around the world and with my French accent, kind of represent the French part of Canada. <laughs> well, you like I said, like you are, it, it's more than that, though, because you do so many other, like, sporting activities, and and I think that you you bring some a um, you you bring a very like enthusiastic energy to everything you do, and you can just see it on your Instagram. And whenever you do interviews, you're just always so enthusiastic and like excited about life. And frankly, we need more of that in society. Yeah. You know. Yes, we do. So where does that motivation come from? I mean, the passion for motorsport definitely comes from my dad. He's a mechanic. I used to spend a lot of time in the garage with him. Mm -hmm. uh, he used to bring me to all kind of race. 
and I think the kind of more like powerful uh, woman inside of me is from my mom. I mean, she was a uh, she always worked really hard to you know get what you want, and then I mean, I really have an awesome family. They they give us good value, and uh, I'm really thankful to have them in my mm. life. My friends are still together, so it's kind of cool. My sister have three kids, and so I really think, um, you know, I got that from my parents, but I also got that from just being independent and trying to do my own thing, and I started traveling really young, and I was kind of like, uh, if you're telling me white, I'll go black, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll just always try to find the other way and try to prove you wrong, and and you also have uh, your own business, uh, the metal pinup, you yeah. know, so tell us about that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I started welding just for fun. Uh, I really fell in love. I, I felt in love with the, the welding industry, the fabrication, and it can, it was a hobby more for me. But with the mm. COVID, it kind of became a business because I was not able to travel for monster truck. And, you know, I had all that equipment that I had for me, for my hobby. And I was like, you know what? I could use to build my own business. And I kind of start slowly and people like were kind of curious, like, you're a welder? Because like, I studied to be a CPA, to be an accounting. So, I mean, it's definitely different. Well, that'll help when it comes to running the business. I'll tell you that right now, having a little bit of an accounting background. But... Yeah, what are... I, mean, I love to like do a lot of different things like I'm always looking for you know try to learn more stuff and so people can buy your buy your work though correct yeah. can they where can they buy it uh, I, I usually do more local stuff I don't mm. really ship much yet because um, I'm, I'm starting and uh, it kind of pick up really quick so I'm, uh, I'm just a one-man show so <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, uh, I have a lot of order and stuff at home. Uh, I have a CNC torch made table, so I've been kind of loving uh, playing with that. And it's because uh, sometimes welding can be really uh, a dirty job, so sometimes it's kind of fun with the plasma table. I stay kind of clean for a day. <laughs> can you weld copper? Yeah. So. And all of these whiskeys are made made by uh, most of them are made by copper stills. And like these these places that create copper copper stills, they have like the special welders in there, and like they're like gods because welding copper is so difficult. Do you find that co welding copper is a little bit it, more difficult? It is. I mean, they're all. Everything is like have their own specific, like aluminum or uh, I do titanium that I can barely pronounce. But uh, they all have their little specification, but they're fun. Like uh, I learned most of the stuff at Lincoln Electric School, and uh, they actually like make you try all kind of different material, and that's what that's where I kind of learned the first time. Mm, that's awesome. Well, let's go well, let's to. Try that one. Let's so which one are you on? Are you on the shelter point smoke smoke point? Can I remember? I think you picked the one that's closest to you in the, yeah, with, exactly, with, that one. With the orange label there. 
Yeah, all right, so I'm gonna pour that for myself. Mm, it's actually pretty good. It is pretty strong too, but yeah, really good. Yeah, this has a this is has a very like uh, a bit of a funky nose. Yeah. You know, kind of like a blue yeah. cheese or something. <laughs> well, the taste kind of stay longer in your mouth, but it's not like a bad taste. Actually, pretty good. Yeah, like some coffee notes in there for me. <laughs> yeah, that's what my friend told me this morning. She's like. Real whiskey drinker, they usually put it in their coffee in the morning. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. So which one did we not taste? Uh, we haven't tasted the Shelter Point uh, Smoke Point. The okay. It should be like a black label or a grayish label. It'll be Ooh, smoky. This one is really like the smell is super like mellow. It's not. Oh wow! For somebody that never tried whiskey, that one is actually like super mellow. You're the the Shelter Point, Smoke Point. Made in um. Made in Canada, this one. Yeah. This is uh, only 144 bottles of this were, uh, 1,044 bottles were produced of this. So this is a super limited edition one. Really? That's awesome. Yeah, so this are uh, 1,500 bottles. I apologize. So this is bottle uh, 545 of batch two. Sorry. So do you have a favorite? Uh, I would say... As far as like being smooth, I really like the last one, the smoky mm. one. But I mean, I like the stuff that really tastes, and I really like the spiciness of the. Lot forty, one. lot but forty I mean, did it for you. All of them were really like good tasting. They were not like bad. Like you know, you just want to like not, you just want to throw it. But they were all pretty good. Just those are definitely my favorite. That's awesome. And you know the the whiskey tasting experience, right? Is it's like it's um, everybody tastes differently, and so like uh, and you taste different like on different days. So I would encourage you to try to taste these later later tonight, okay. or or tomorrow, and see like how how you react to them, because your palate in the morning is very different than it is at night. You know. So you could get you could get like um, a completely different tasting experience. I'll definitely do that. So what what's new for you? What's next? Well, I'm uh, actually I'm uh, I have a TV show in Quebec about motorsport. I actually have a filming in that, so I'll have to leave in like around five minutes because uh, I have a filming today. Um, it's kind of last minute all the time, but <laughs> it's kind of fun though. With the COVID, I don't have a really fixed schedule mm -hmm. um, but we try both we try atv uh, i mean it kind of keep my adrenaline going how can we uh so it's only is it only in quebec or is there a way that we we um we can watch it in the united states 
Uh, I mean, it's online, but it's in French. So <laughs> um, it's kind of hard to translate it. But it, yeah, it's called Zongviel. Um, you can find like all the video online. And uh, I mean, on my Instagram, Facebook, I kind of post a lot of stuff too. Well, we have we do have a few uh, French speakers in the in the audience. I do know that, so uh, we'll we'll put a, we'll put a link in the uh, in the description, uh, you know, so maybe some folks can watch it. But you know, Cynthia, like I told you when I first booked you, my my son and I we we watch Monster Jam all the time, and uh, I'll never forget seeing you like flip and all the all the sides of the truck just completely fall apart and then you just jump out and you're like that was fun you know it was a great job you know and i was just like i was just like i have to have her on my show you just yeah i mean uh, it's it's kind of crazy um there's so much that come to being a professional monster truck driver but the fans are just amazing um sometimes i have a bad competition and they're always there kind of cheering me on and um I mean, sometimes they're hard on you too on social media, but in the other way, they're kind of like my family. And you know, being far from Monster Truck right now, it's not that easy. But they're there posting picture and just they keep me smiling. Well, I hope the whiskey gives you that little extra smile as you go into the uh, into the next phase of of uh, Monster Trucking and um everything else you're doing I mean, everything else you're doing is is amazing so thank you so much for coming on the show and you know be safe out there and remember remember as you go out remember vodka sucks cynthia vodka sucks <laughs> awesome well thank you thanks for having me on your show absolutely uh, have all my friends try those whiskey too and you'll have to let me know their favorite perfect definitely cheers my friend Oh man, I want to be out there now on a monster truck. I want to, I want to drive a monster truck now, like after that interview, especially. But I have this feeling that I would just, I would probably like run it in a wall and it would like flip over. I don't even want to know like the damage I would do to an arena because I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna see if I can climb those seats. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good thing that I don't have a monster truck license. You know, actually, I didn't ask her. Do you have to have a special license for driving monster trucks? Huh. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that. So I'm going to find out if you need a license. I'm going to ask Cynthia later on. And I'll let you know. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Next week, we have Yellow Wolf. Uh, I interviewed Yellow Wolf, who is this... Um, you know, hip hop star. I interviewed him at MB Roland Distillery in um, Western Kentucky. It was just a really great. It was a really great time. I had, I had a ton of fun with him. With him, and you know, learned a lot about his music processes and everything. He's he's an incredibly talented dude. You know, he's Eminem's uh, one of Eminem's uh, on one of Eminem's labels. So, just a cool 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 cat and i am so stoked for you all to hear that because he's good. he's a deep guy but i appreciate you always tuning in and listening all the way through a big shout out to the sponsors thank you for supporting the podcast during COVID, especially and i just uh i will see you all next week and make sure you're subscribing to all my social medias on youtube just look for my name fred min fred i can't 
can't even say my name, Pamela. Minick. Fred Minick. 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 How was that? Was sure. that good? Perfect. But uh, thank you all for tuning in. Be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And remember, vodka sucks unless it's being used for hand sanitizer. Cheers. You've been listening to The Fred Minnick Show, brought to you by Beeline. Visit findyoursippingpoint.com by Michter's American Whiskies. For more information on Fred's books, articles, and more, just go to fredminnick.com. <laughs>